Oh, I thought you would do a couple things. You know. Like grab your keys. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Welcome to the Amazon life. Yeah, fuck that. Is that <laughs> is that <laughs> really taste. is that really a way to treat the man the first time he's come on the pod? Yeah. Are we re- would we really be the podcast to yeah, I mean, that's true. People? That's true. Yeah. Well, to everybody that's listening and watching, we have a new face in the room. Uh, he's been a part of the team behind the scenes for a very long time. If you come by the fan reacts, you see him out there every week introducing the man himself, Burb. It's nice to finally be Burb. on the it's nice Warp. to finally be on the podcast. Um, I'm loving how this has been going on. Been able to be behind the scenes, and it's finally nice to be on the be on one. So I'm it's glad uh, to be here. It's nice to have four people in the room again for the first time in what months? Yeah, you Alan know. Bryce or uh, Alan absentees for a while. Yep, and now <coughs> his schedule's finally worked out that he gets to come in here. And hey, perfect timing though with the uh, Atlanta watch party coming up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Starting to get everybody Facts. back in here, everybody on the same page. All your traveling's done, you know what I mean? Now we're all kind of home for the next couple of months, so it's it's time to time to show out for that one for sure. Definitely want to get some special guests, working on some special raffle prizes for it, so it's going to be a good time. Uh, you may notice the new setup, the new video. We, uh, you know, <laughs> true OC fan TV fashion, last so minute stuffed. trying to get everything to work, but hey, got me over here in the little producer corner over here with the video <laughs> camera, and then... The lads with the nice little background there, I, I do have to say. Let me get my... Uh, but is it, a, is it a real OC Fan TV podcast if it's not scuffed? No, no exactly. Got my fat head out of the way, so now you guys can actually see the background and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, this is scuffed too. No lights. You're alone, kind of. Not really, you're just right there. I'm always alone on this couch, though. Are you okay? <laughs> it's the monster. It's carbonated. So... <laughs> don't, don't look at me, 12 ounce <laughs> 47 ounce monster monster oh, <laughs> oh Arizona. all right um, this man is having a shocker <laughs> oh shit we'll save we'll save him for a little bit why i saw that it was all right so you're, you're up well, you plus one stupid yeah you're, so zach's at one a bean. yeah so we'll fill everybody in because right. not everybody watched the live and we just um, haven't had a podcast in. yeah since w- that was what i was going to get into international break you know even even us personalities and whatever you want to call us dickheads um, need some time off you know what i mean we need to we need to take some time to recharge um i know i was able to get up to tennessee for a little bit go away out there spend some time up in the smoky mountains that was good either you guys do anything get away kind of recharge spent my time on Canva trying to design stuff and that's so no so he didn't take time off Dave you do anything yeah I, I sat in my room for like two days because I was sick heck yeah that was fun sounds like the life nothing Bryce, else Bryce currently in the keys so yeah. he's he's drunk you know when is doing the thing. what's new yeah doing the yes. Bryce thing but little you know late to be taking your trips international breaks over my man you should have taken it a little earlier speaking of planning your trips you know what you fucked up on buddy i won't call you out on the podcast but you know what you did bryce oh scheduling yeah you know what you did yeah <laughs> he's not the brightest bulb in the room hey neither I'm am confused. i we'll tell you later yeah. <laughs> off the, yeah. a little bit off. off the camera off the camera um so you guys want to get into it a little bit? Please, I'm sweating my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sounds like a good time. Does it really, though? I don't, I don't think so. 
Oh. Finally get you working out again. All right, so I'm counting that as one for you because there's no, <laughs> no need. That's it's not one. It's, there, no, there's no need for it though. It was foul, but it wasn't stupid. Uh, kind of like our attack. One of the players in our attack Oof. is Alexander Pazzo. Been linked with a possible exit to Fluminense for 1.9 million dollars, I believe it was. Um, how, Burb, your first time on, you're gonna have the first opinion. How would you feel if Pazzo left? Um, take the money and run. I mean, even with his previous clubs, injuries and inconsistency has hindered his career. I mean, when he was at AC Milan, we all thought he was going to be the next Ronaldinho, next great player to come out of Brazil. And it just never happened for him. And um, he gets to Orlando City, and it and injuries hinder him again. And uh, you see flashes of good play from him, but it's never quite there. Um, I still don't think he's gelled with the team um, as much as I'd like to see it. Um, chemistry's still just a bit off. Everything's just been a bit off with him ever since he's gotten here. So, I mean, if I'm the board, I would say take the money and run. So even though he was one of our best, if not the best attacking player at the beginning of the season, you still don't think he's fully gelled? Because, yeah, I mean, I mean Carr hasn't gelled. Kumudo hasn't gelled. I mean, he's kind of off. Carr is putting it together. Um... But Pato's been in the squad now, I mean, technically for two years. Almost. Realistically, truly half half a year. Truly half a year. Um, he's been able not as much game time. I mean, apparently in, in the preseason, not this year, but last year, mm-hmm. uh, before he got hurt against Atlanta, he was, he was looking real good, scoring goals in preseason, and then injuries hit him. And like I said, when, when injuries hit Pato, it just – hasn't been good hasn't been able to recover um and get back to good form um he did save us with a couple of goals at the beginning of the year but um he's been kind of lackluster these past couple games and i don't know if i can see him turning his form around so uh, that's where i stand on that i think last i think it was not last match not the houston match but whatever it was uh before what was New 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 england yeah he had he had one shot. He cut inside on his right and almost put it kind of top left. Keeper made a nice save, diving to his right. But I think that's the only thing that I can truly remember from him in the past couple of games, which isn't really what you want from Alexander Pato, who's made his rounds through Europe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if we get rid of him, one, we lose depth. Yeah, we brought in Jake Moraney. Um, Benji's kind of inconsistent. Facundo, Cara uh, haven't really gelled. Sylvester's hurt. So right now, I just think we need to keep the depth. If we got rid of him right now, we'd be hindering ourselves more than helping ourselves with the money that comes in. So it's just a 50-50 kind of split for me. I mean, I would I would say hopefully not in this transfer window, but if we could save it till December, I think that would be ideal because also you do have to remember we do have that other winger that is coming in next year. Gaston. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he leaves, Gaston comes in. Um, we're not losing too much depth. Yeah. However, I mean, it is a new piece, which therefore means more gelling, um, getting comfortable with the team. So that also might take time as it, just like it has for Kara and other pieces. But um, I'd be fine with it in the summer, summer, in like the World Cup window, yeah, um, the in winter. January, winter window. But mm-hmm. if we lose him now, uh, I, I could see good. that. I could see that being an issue. Um, I mean, 
it's nice having both him and Tesho on the pitch at the same time because Tesho will do all the running and he can try and make something happen. Exactly. So the problem um, with waiting with him though, if you wanted to cash in, is he's on a one year deal. So as soon as the season's end, his contract's up basically. Yeah, so he could leave on a free. So if so from what my understanding and what I've seen in the reports is his plan was to play here, finish out here the year. Mm-hmm. And either sign again for us for another year or just retire. He's he's at that point in his career where he's content where he is, and if he's not going to be re-signed by us, he's just going to retire. So that, then where are these reports coming out for Fluminense? Well, that's that's them approaching us and saying we are willing to pay. Why would a club be willing to pay almost two million dollars for a guy that's almost ready to retire? It only has half a year left on his contract. Yeah, no. From what I saw, I don't. I I could find the tweet later and maybe send it over to you, so maybe it'll get edited in here. But um, it was, I believe, from his agent, and they were saying that the reports kind of caught him off guard, and the interest caught him off guard because oh, yeah, I remember seeing his that, full yeah. intent was to finish out the year here and either re-sign another contract with yeah. us and for a year or just retire. So is he interested in? leaving or I, I, I honestly no don't idea. think he I don't think he really has any interest in in leaving I'm going to be honest from if he's caught off guard by it if he's caught off guard by city talking to Fluminense then I don't first of all that means he wasn't even thinking about it or talking to his agent about mm-hmm. it so I think being caught off guard is kind of not really wanting to yeah, he probably wasn't not necessarily. It. Not caught off guard doesn't have to be like he doesn't want it, but it's just like it's a shock, like a surprise. Yeah, I mean, it's unexpected. a surprise move considering he's in his thirties, way out of the prime of his career. Yeah, and still been injury prone, but yet a club still wants to come in with honestly a decent size offer for what the he's player with now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm interested to see in how that plays out. Um, because he could change his mind and say, I want to go back to Brazil, where I'm from, yeah. and say, let's play a year there and, and call it quits. So we never know. You could you could see something like that happening, but I, I think he'd stay in Orlando. Yeah, no, I mean, I hope that he stays here. Um, it's like Zach was saying, that's a big part of our team. Right now, like you were saying, it's nice to have him and Tesho on the field at the same time. I feel like they complement each other, and they're working well off of that. But... I, I don't know. 1.5, like, yes, that is a decent size offer, but we're not talking about, you know, life-changing money here. So That's I would show... It's a good chunk. Ish, it's, yeah. Yes, it's a good chunk, and for the, the size transfers that we see in the MLS, that's a decent, sizable transfer, for sure. Yeah. But at this point, it's not life-changing money for us because the owners have shown that they will invest more money than they have in the past. So I'd show some loyalty to the guy that's going to show loyalty to us and help us reach that next point rather than yeah. just cashing in at this point. Because, yes, we do have Gaston, and he's not going to be ex- expected to step in right away. He's going to have time to develop and do all that Especially stuff. Especially coming off of an injury like that. Yeah, well, he's here in the States now. Um, he was just at the game on Saturday. Yep. He was with um, Rodrigo up in the stands, I believe. And um, – one of our trainers did go over there to supervise the surgery and the beginning of the recovery. Um, again, find the tweet so we can edit in later. But shout out to you, doctor, for going over there, making sure that this man gets a, a, good, surgery. a good surgery done and uh, off on the right foot for his recovery because that was some 
horrific news for all of us when we when we found that out. Yeah, quick quick sign though before we get into that. Why would you buy a player and then let him finish out the season there? Like he's our player. So just say no. Like I'm sorry, we bought him, we're sending you money. Move on. Like the final yeah. game of the season and he messes up his knee that badly. It's not worth it. Were yeah, they, were they fighting for like an important spot? No, it was just that comes down to also the manager of the club too that he's at. It's not like in the final game of the season you're fighting for anything. You're just playing for pride and let your player go out with a good exit. You know what I mean? While he's on his two feet, pull him out of the game. If you're going to play him in his last game there, pull him out of the game. Let him take his lap around the stadium because they love him there. You know what I mean? Now what he, his exit is in the back of a stretcher. You know what I mean? Be giving a thumbs up like I'm alive. <clears throat> I'm just trying to find. I want to find that game and see if he or if there was any meaning to it. Because if it was just a, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. just the last game of the season. You're playing for pride at that point. Do you know what minute he got hurt at? I'm pretty or sure it was just late in the game. Late? 60, 70. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it was, it was like game. 60, late 60s. So like right when he's about to come off. You should be you should be pulling him off around that point, yeah. That's and if so they didn't tough. have the sub ready, they had it. They had the it ready time. then. <laughs> yeah, it. I agree with why would you let the player play. But I feel like that comes down to our international relations with clubs and stuff like that, That's and true. and the ability to work in the transfer market, getting these clubs to talk to us and sell, and maybe we can get better deals because we're gonna let the player stay for you know two or three weeks. Exactly. We may end up getting screwed over in the end, and it may come to be a problem for it's, us. It's but just unfortunate timing. It, if it's I mean, one, it, it really it really is. That's all. That's all it is. It's just unfortunate timing because, like you said, as an MLS brand, um, we don't have a lot of power going over to clubs no. in South America, especially in Europe as well, and saying, hey, look, we want to do deals. Um, so sometimes you might have to let those clubs have a little bit more power in that situation, and it, and it just came down to that and unfortunate injury, but we're looking forward to see what he brings next yeah. year. It's like you said, I mean, we don't have a lot of pull. I mean, I feel like if we approach the player and, say, Porto approaches them, where are you going to go? You know what I mean? Exactly. I would. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to the Portuguese. Like. It also depends on situation. I could agree with that, too. Situation At and how the points, team... At some points, Porto is more beneficial, but obviously retirement players more likely to come to the U.S., yeah, and that's the thing that we have to get away from. I'm tired of being the retirement league. And we're yeah. starting to see the initiatives with the the young player, you know, the young DP initiative and stuff like that. But what we really got to get to be able to do is to start signing these players who are in their primes in European leagues to come here and play. Well, yeah, of course. It's it's going to take a long time yeah. for that to happen. Well, we're starting to see it because, like, Cara, you know what I mean, well, coming yeah. from the Argentine – Austrian. And I mean, Argentine. <laughs> for years, no. a couple away. the MLS has been a selling league. Yeah. If they, if we get good players from the Super Draft, yep. or just good players that we buy in from South American teams that develop well, for example, Almiron, mm -hmm. ship them out yep. instantly. Get the money, and once MLS clubs can build their wealth mm -hmm. and build their build their programs, eventually it'll be more attractive not just for a retirement league, but a no, serious yeah. league in general. And I'm hoping the World Cup 
does something for that. Yeah. So, so nice transition there. That'd be fucking amazing. We're going to talk a little bit about the 2026 World Cup because the locations were just announced. And um, we got screwed. Yeah. We, uh, we weren't on the list. That's for sure. What do you guys have to say about that? Absolute Fuck bullshit. <laughs> Fuck Atlanta. I just Fuck Boston, too, honestly. <laughs> I just look at Kansas City. You had to have something in the Midwest. Being, I mean, you've got Dallas and Houston. Texas just, is not the Midwest. <laughs> I mean, it's close enough. Right here. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. What the fuck is there to do in Kansas City? And who who the fuck are Patrick you? Holmes. Stop. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold what? on. Watch a Chiefs game. Sorry. No more. N- okay. Go ahead. Continue with I was going to say. It's summer. You guys have been around for forever. Canada, I'm talking about. Become your own fucking country. Stop mooching off the MLS, the NHL, the MLB. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, they and, do and have then, their own leagues. And then this. Shit. This right here. The good old Mexican. How is Mexico even allowed to have any host locations when with the continued. Monterey is valid and that is the only one that is With the continued bullshit that they're always. Yeah, well, the the, uh, storming of the field that we had in the uh, Atlas and. uh, Uh, I remember because we talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? Yeah. the constant findings for the just hate speech shit. and the chance and I'm stuff like that, chance. yeah. But yeah, we're just gonna continue to. We're just gonna. Eh. Eh, Speaking money. of, I don't know if you guys watched the Mexico Costa Rica game yesterday. Empty. Yeah. Empty. They probably had to play behind closed doors. It, yeah. it, I'm pretty sure. Three hundred people were in the stadium to watch it. I mean, it's gotten that bad. Like, you shouldn't be able to as a nation be able to host something with so much value so much prominence mm-hmm. with allegations and continued abuse it just bothers me well, but, no, and I, but that's a whole nother story that comes yeah, down to a FIFA know. issue that's what it comes down to I mean we, we've we already had the whole FIFA gate thing with people trying to bribe and, and be able to get the host locations mm-hmm. and then Qatar, probably one of the most controversial controversial locations you could have picked. So sketchy. It's like for a game that's supposed to stand, you know, be the beautiful game and unite people and make people feel like we're one. It's the people's game, yeah, not the you, money's game. No, and that's the thing. It is the people's game, and it's supposed to be a game for everybody, all tribes, all nations, all colors, all you know, everything, all genders. But you're gonna go to a place that literally pushes aside every single group of people except for the males from Qatar. Yeah, well, that's money talks, and that's unfortunate and, and how it is. FIFA now, is the issue. Knowing Mexico, the money probably didn't have a factor there because they probably don't have the money to try to even bribe FIFA to be like, yeah, give us give us three host cities either way. It's, I, I mean, it's they're going to... North America, I... I Monterey is going to bring in money. You know what I mean? That stadium is the view from that stadium is so them. It's them or Orlando. You know what I mean? And that's going to be so. It's like now if you're not giving Mexico the bids, you got to find three other locations in the United States that are better caliber or equal. I'm go. I would go to Denver. 
Um, oh, I don't know about that one. The only thing is the uh, the elevation. But exactly. if you train there, you're fine. You're no, I mean, professional. Players. Yeah. I mean, you can get there early enough to where yeah. you get situated to it. I mean, it would be a little bit tough, but they also have. That like would have to be a group stage only. Let me bring mic up. Oh, yeah, that's been bothering me for a while. Yeah, it fell. Um, it happens. Then fix it. They have literally like the little tent things that you can sleep in to get used to the elevation change overnight too. Yeah. So if they did that, I think um, they'd be fine. I think <coughs> I see the the northeast right now, and I see Toronto, Boston, New York, and Philly. You can take one of those out, even switch one of those out for Denver. Like you have probably what eight to nine states in that open area right there that are going to have to travel hours to try to go see a game if they want to right but now you're getting down to the venue and the venue is better in those locations than it is denver is and that's lincoln financial field really better than mile high yes because mm. it's in new york i think we're forgetting, i'm sorry i think we're, if we're gonna go with denver i think we're forgetting about las vegas yeah yeah like, that's another one that's another that one that one i feel like that one was snubbed can i ask sure. why people were mad that since he didn't get one like who wants to go to ohio it's because I've seen so many people are saying we've played all of our games in Ohio. Which Why haven't we gotten? So bad. I realize I'm not saying I want I know, one in yeah. Cincy, but that's just what I've seen on on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, it's it's tough. I I mean, I don't know. There. I understand all the locations. I understand why Miami was the location picked over Orlando for the stadium aspect, but for every other aspect of it. There's just so much to do in Orlando, right. from theme parks to the, the beaches the, that are, what, an hour away, maybe. There's your fan part of it, and then you want to move into the team's part of it. We have all the facilities here between ESPN, all the Osceola Heritage, all those fields and stuff like that that these teams can have their own field and facility to train at and practice at before they have their matches. It's mm-hmm. not like they're going to have to schedule times to get into the stadium to make sure that. Yeah, that's you said the stadium was the factor bringing Miami over us. I think that's the case for Atlanta. Cause that's what the same Atlanta thing for Atlanta. Us, apart from uh, the nicer stadium, but they also have a turf field in there. Yes, the Citrus Bowl is turf, but it's way easier to lay out grass in the sun and you have the rain yeah let it take so how like doing that in mercedes-benz is going to be interesting that's going to be a nightmare and i'm interested to see how well the the field takes in time there because you know they're not going to take it out with time to take you know they're going to push it to that deadline where it's going to be like all right so they say three weeks after you lay the sod this is when it's going to take be uniform they're going to be game one at mercedes-benz is going to be on that three-week mark Oh, you, I think I think it also has to do with the the Florida weather right the Florida weather pattern in like June July with no indoor no retractable anything yeah there's yeah, always that's... a chance for rain between like 11 a.m to fucking hell it was raining at like two, two in the morning mm-hmm. what venue last are night. they using for Los Angeles so far okay mm-hmm. which sense. is fair Yep, makes sense. That's it's. That's why I can see air. Orlando not being picked because of. I mean, you Florida can, weather. Yeah. That's and there, there could be uh, so many cancellations, which makes Orlando an unreliable. So then, does that bring up a conversation in the future? To f- like, I know we renovated the Citrus Bowl in 2014. Is when it finished. To add Do a retractable you, roof. Not even add a retractable roof. They knocked down everything but the two top stands. And they redid the whole bottom. In a couple years, mm, 
couple decades does that bring up a conversation to knock that whole thing down and then build a new nicer stadium to then try to get a world cup bid again i mean that's decades what, to come. that's exactly what they did in atlanta near the georgia dome yeah, yeah very, I nice, would... very nice stadium for what it's worth for as long as it was up but they they completely demolished it and put up mercedes-benz and it paid off for them yeah, I mean, I feel like this was our case for us to dump some money into it and and put a retractable onto it because we have time to get it done and make sure. And the, the amount not going to do that. Well, we but that's the problem is that our city doesn't want to put the money into it because they are seeing the cost right now, and they're not seeing the possible financial payoff of all the people. If you're coming from another country to watch a World Cup game. Are you going to Atlanta or are you going to Orlando? Because after you're done with the game, if what are you going to be able to do? Stadium, I would say Orlando. I think even if it was a little bit under, the amount of attractions in Orlando mm-hmm. is exponentially greater than anything in Atlanta. We're we're different here because we're much more analytical people and we go to experience a lot more than just the game. Whereas your typical family, if they want to go watch a World Cup game, and they're coming to watch World Cup game. They're not stadium doesn't matter to them as much. They're going to come to Orlando because they got Disney Universal, the beaches, mm-hmm. SeaWorld, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that's enough ranting about the World Cup because I've seen enough on Twitter the past week or so. We will uh we will be doing plenty of that when the World Cup actually comes around this year. But if we're being honest, we'll still go to the games in Miami. It's not that far yeah, away. Either one. Yeah. No, fuck I'm, Atlanta. I'm definitely going. Oh, fuck Miami. I mean. I, I yes, but I'd rather go to Miami than Atlanta. You're just biased. You love Miami for some reason. At the same time, fuck Houston. <laughs> was way too close. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was on the drive back, so I didn't get to watch much of this game, but I was listening to the entirety of it. Um. Definitely a nail biter at the end there. It had been uh, a long time since I had been in that stadium by myself. You just huh? Bring your mic up. He's looking like Al. Yeah, I was gonna say throwback to Al. (laughs) You got got Al talking like this, but you're down here talking to your dick. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, (laughs) no, the first time I had been in that stadium by myself, and the nerves were the nerves were there. For sure, um, typical Oscar Pereja form. We go up, and we just kind of relax, and then that's where you see and starting like sixty, sixty fifth minute. Houston really started putting it, putting it together, um, as they should because we just sit back and let them play through. Um, so it was nerve wracking for sure, but um, it was nice to see that we could keep the result. So is. Yeah, on the attack momentum chart, the one right before halftime, that one that goes all the way up to the top, is that Cara's mischance at the back no, post? No, Cara's mischance was around the 65th minute, I want to say. Probably one of those three to the right. Yeah. So what is the one that surely should have been a goal by this? Probably that junior. Was junior. Oh, that's what it is. Junior, junior sitter that he skied again. Ooh, that's another conversation that's a slide in here for, but uh, ooh, uh, he's kind of starting to make my blood boil, I can't lie. Yeah. Yeah, Something it's a. Uh, oh God, we. I heard Zach in the stadium. Good Lord. Yeah. Every time Junior was on the ball or took a shot, you could just hear Zach. He had one shot. He forced the keeper into a good save. 
and I sarcastically clapped and was like, oh, finally. But there's at least, oh, I did, I might as well go to the, that slide now, yeah. 1.96 XG in his last five league appearances. Like, you're looking at that like, all right, and should have scored two goals in five games. But realistically, it's three to four, maybe five that he should have scored with the amount of chances that he's missed just inside the six. I can remember the one against Houston, far post, somehow he missed that. Uh, the one this game, uh, yeah, that's all I got a list. Um, but there was one that was 0.7 uh, XG, which is like... I believe that was the times. one off the corner, correct? It was off of a corner, and it was just a free ball and stuck a leg out, and it just missed. Probably For Junior, was. was that the um, the one where he he headed it, forced the keeper into a save, and then skied it from half a yard out? Uh, see, the fact that you can just name them is the problem. That's Yeah, that's the issue. Yes. And Sorry, last thing, and then you can go. That The 1.96 XG is just like the XG added up from the last five games. There was only there was one that was point oh seven, one that was point seven like two, one that was point five six, and one that was kind of through maybe point two ish, um, but I believe one of them he didn't create any XG, so I think it's he only had expected goals in four, four out of, of the matches. five matches. Yeah, it's it's getting ugly, and the problem is is who else do we put in that spot? Sabos. Yeah, like, I mean I, he's not playing on the wing right now for us, so yeah, I don't understand why what he has done to not get anything. Like, yeah, he can his passing accuracy is good. Sabos can do the same thing. He yeah. can also yeah. shoot. Junior's Junior's all around game, box to box, is I feel like very underappreciated. But um, if he's the one missing our chances, I feel like that says something about how the way we attack he's not the only one with the chances Colorado i mean that's not multiple yeah but the issue is if if he's the one missing the chances like and car is not getting them then obviously we're we're not doing something exactly right i mean it was nice to see car finally got more than a, one goal he finally got two goals in a game um but i think junior is so valuable as far as pressing um, that if we don't have him in the team, it completely looks different front to back. Yeah, I can get a, I can agree with that. Um, the first game that he was playing that right wing spot, I actually kind of liked him out there. I do have to say because I thought he brought something different to the to the wing position than a traditional wing. Mm -hmm. He's not as pacey. He's not going to try to beat you like that. He's going to be physical. He's going to win balls. He's going to hold up play from there and try to connect it stopped working for him people figured out that that's what he, they're going to do so they sat back a little bit more they didn't press him as high up the field they cut off his passing lanes rather than and made him try to take people on and that's not his strong suit so i feel like that string of not looking good not finishing p chances has affected his confidence overall and now you you know Better than anybody because you guys have had Timo Werner and Chelsea squad for how long? And no, it's so true though. You know what I mean? If you if you get down on your confidence and you continue to get down on your confidence, it's not going to come back. We look at Juan. You know what I mean? He was bad form, bad form, bad form. Came out, scored that goal, and now look at him. He's back into some semblance of form. He's contributing. He's connecting he's with people. Good. Yeah, but like, there's no, there's no reason. 
Timo has missed some terrible chances from inside the six. But 80% of the time, he's putting them away. This is 7% of the time he's putting them away. Because it is ridiculous. He's literally right in front of the goal, and all he has to do is not put it way wide or straight up. And he manages to do both of those instead of just tapping it in. And that comes back to my thing about the confidence, because don't you remember the first three, four games of the yeah, season when he was our top, top scorer guy. and we were With talking goals? You know what? But it was still not like he was skying shots and stuff like that. He was putting shots on frame. Last year, he was he was a goal scorer. There was a stretch of games there where he was the guy that was scoring goals for us. Like, he's a valuable player. I do agree with that. But he needs to get out of the squad for right now. He needs to be able to rebuild his confidence coming in off the bench against tired legs, maybe getting some more opportunities. See, I don't know about putting him on the bench because from a confidence perspective that knocks it down even more it knocks it even worse like you're going out there it's just not happening um you get put on the bench you never know if it will happen so um but at some time at some point you got to bite the bullet you know what i mean yeah it may knock your confidence down more but i feel like most professional athletes at this point will look at it yes it's it sucks you're gonna you're gonna get down on yourself but Maybe it gives you that extra drive, that extra motiv- motivation to put that extra 10% in and practice every day. And that starts to build your confidence. You know what I mean? Now you're starting to see more better performances and practices. Now you're subbed on, tired legs, you're looking a lot better. And that's where you start to build your confidence back is the way I feel. I rag on him a lot now, but I was also praising him when he was scoring goals at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, keep him on, blah, blah, blah. He's scoring goals, one of our better players right now. And now he's done this, and I'm shitting on him. So if he starts scoring again, I'll Zach's back on the junior train. It's the uh, fickle nature of the game of the sport. But like right now, it's every single time that he's in and around the box. I'm like, please don't shoot. There's even just passes that he can make, and sometimes he's not making those passes. So it's anywhere in the attacking third. It's just not working out. I see him make side like passes to the side or even backwards sometimes. But if it was if it was Mo in that position, if it was Facundo in that position, there's something more creative that could happen. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it may hurt his confidence, but at a certain point, when it's not working, it's not working, and winning comes before the player's confidence, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were looking at the um, attacking momentum, and we saw typical Orlando City where we sit back. But let's look a little bit into the stats of this matchup. Um, we got them up on the screen right now for you guys, and we did have more shots. You know, we're, we are starting to put shots. <laughs> Remember the what was it against uh, Cincinnati when when we had one shot and it wasn't even on target or something like that, or two shots and it wasn't even on target. That, that was bad. that was the home was game. The home no, game, was, third game, Bulls, right? No, it Where was we didn't have anything. No, it had to be the Cincy game. It was the Cincy game. It was one of the two. Out on? It was it, both of those games were were horrendous. So we're seeing eighteen total shots, six of them being big chances. Yeah, and I mean, it should have been it should have been three. I mean, we're talking about junior missing chances, but that Cara one. That, w- that was pretty bad. Yeah, Cara's one is included in that big chance miss. Junior's is in that big chance miss. I mean, I mean, we get on Junior a lot, but there's times where I've seen Cara miss sitters too. So Junior's not the only one. Yeah. Yesterday, I, th- I think it was the last home game too, the one that Cara 
wide open on the back post and heads it wide. Oh yeah, he headed it into the side netting. Yeah, that's terrible. You're about, about that? Saturday? No, 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 not oh. Saturday. Yeah, the last previous yeah. last home game. game. <clears throat> so it's not just the junior problem, in my opinion. There's, it's a finishing problem across the board. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's is that a new problem though for us? No. Like I mean, ever since DK left, it's it's been a finishing I miss, problem. I miss Daryl so much. Yeah, yeah, and even we were talking about this on one of the up- other episodes. It's like, all right, so we came into the league, we had Dom, did well. Kyle Aaron did well. Since then, who have we had? Do we? We didn't have. We, we didn't, didn't have, have Dom, Dom in the, the league. First year. Not in the first year. I'm sorry. That was right before. And Dom, then in his the first part of his first stint here or his only stint here in MLS. Mm-hmm. Good finisher. Kyle Aaron, brilliant finisher. Terrible driver. Um <laughs> what's his face? Daryl DK. Great finisher. What's great his face? to have some respect. Right. But that's that's the problem. From Kyle Aaron to Daryl DK, I cannot name one good finishing striker. Tesho. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're you on two. To, you might no. Yeah, that's not two. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. entire thing. That was a joke. <laughs> Calm down. That's no. That's one for a shit joke. No, you laughed, didn't you? You you smirked. You laughed. So it's not shit if you laughed. I mean, I smirked because I knew what I was about to tell you. Well, he laughed, so it's not a shit joke. No, I was laughing at myself. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Great so, game. I would have to say, deservedly, I think we won this game. I mean, we definitely sat back and they got back into the game, but that's the only reason. I've, yeah, we got to stop I doing mean, that. The first 60 minutes, we flat out dominated them. The last 30 minutes, nowhere near that. And it almost cost us. That says bottom two, top one. Top two, bottom one. I did not change it to top two, bottom one, because we won a game at home. Hey. Got to love it. Nice. So, who wants to uh, go ahead and get us started off? Uh, I believe your name is the first slide on there, but if we uh, there's also not the names oh. on there. I can edit them in post, but that's a lot of work. So if you just keep it on that, you don't even have to show it. I don't know. Uh, put the slides up there. I'll put the work in tonight. Cool. Grab two more monsters. <laughs> nice. Don't you already have three? What? I thought you brought back three monsters. I brought two here. This is my second one. Dear God. All right. So I'm up first. Top two, bottom one. Um, my first top player is going to be Facundo. Um, again, creative, always looking to progress the ball forward. He's Gavin made a great point with Lyman's blog when he said that he's always two steps, one step ahead of everybody else on the team, and he's not a gelled. And since that moment, yeah, I've definitely seen that. I can get along that. I was looking for that too. Yeah, sure. you know, you could see it. The balls are, the passes are always a little bit behind him. They're always a little bit too far outside. It's because he's anticipating before the pass is even oh, made. Example of that with uh, who played? The, was that him? No, who played the ball out to him? That was junior, short. wasn't it? Was it actually junior? The first goal? No, the one. The one that the one that you. Oh no, that was Car. That was Car. Car slow ball out, mm-hmm. and so then so the defense was able to. Get back into shape for somewhat. Yeah. But if it's played in front of him, he's taking that. Yeah, he takes that in stride. You play that into all that space so he can actually cut in and use that left foot. But That's too much to ask for. I've been loving seeing him on the right 
sorry to interrupt, by the no, way, but you're good. I've been loving seeing him on the right more. I feel like he's way more dangerous than lethal out there, cutting in and creating. Yeah, I I think the overload, too, with Juan over there definitely attributes to giving him that ability to get some more space. So, um, The other top player, honorable mention, is going to go to Kara. He's the two-goal guy. Obviously, you're very high, highly rated, but he still isn't doing striker things off the ball. He you know what I mean? get that second one. He's not truly moving around in the box. He's not truly pressing all game. He's not getting back and then getting involved in the midfield. You're right. <laughs> My stomach is having itself a time. <laughs> Heard that. Zach ate Jr. and he was growling. <laughs> um, but my second highest – my highest rated player is going to yet again be Mauricio. <laughs> what, you know, the guy comes consistently is the most creative player on the pitch, has the most vision, has the leadership ability. There's a reason he wears that captain's band. I mean – you can't take anything away from him. I laughed at him in the beginning of the year for saying that he was going to be the MVP because it was a stretch based on his, you know, performances last year. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I am not mad at all at that. Um, lowest rated player. I'm going to put Pedro, Kyle Smith, and Robin Janssen all together on this one because Ooh. they fell asleep on that one goal that they had. Interesting, interesting, interesting take there. That was, yeah. <laughs> I was going to contradict that heavily. I was, okay. Yeah. Contradict well, it. Be, I mean, like I said to you guys when we were watching it, um, all three of them should have done better on that. I mean, Pedro, I, I guess, yes, he should have. He, that, the finish, is, the finish is phenomenal. The finish is phenomenal. But why are you not com- getting your defense to be more – awake and and letting and saying things and commanding them to be in places because that ball is. that ball should have never come in to the box but that's not so that that's ball so not that's and not, then when it of d- when it does come Kyle's into the box Kyle Smith doesn't step so you're you're and Robin Johnson just huh is this a bottom what is this a top is no bottom four I, literally bottom three it's they're, they're all there for the I mean, one mistake that was made, and they all fell asleep. Kyle's like six inches smaller than the dude that the won the header. The header yeah. Robin? No, Kyle went for the header. Robin stepped up to the guy that was in front of him. It was a weird ball in. It, w- it was a he was he was driving, which made Kyle back up, and he was behind, and he redirected it, so it was hard for Kyle to step up. But I, I was exquisite finish. Neither one of them stepped to him before he was able to get into that position. In between the both of them, it's not like either one of them tried to cut him off from running into that lane. Kyle, coming from behind, didn't put any pressure on. So then by that logic, it should also be Joao's fault or whoever was tracking back for Kunt or whoever's lined up out there. It, it, was probably, it was probably one of our midfielders that probably should have got out there because our back was forward. Our full back was forward. So top two, bottom seven. <laughs> I mean, you can hate as much as you want. <laughs> but it's just a bit all absurd to be blaming the two center backs on that uh, i don't know uh, how is that and the keeper <laughs> the goal the, was scored because the keeper did not make the save and the two center backs allowed the header to go in yes it was a phenomenal finish and i'm not getting as much fucking corner all right so jake mulraney allowed him to play the ball in whoever scored it i can't i can't remember his name 
was allowed to run to the top of the box and just beautifully redirect it towards the back post. I mean, we now we've seen twice Mulraney not being the best defensive player. Um, that's just it's just a beautiful ball and then a, a it's a great cutter. finish. He's running away from goal when he heads it. Yeah, that's it's how a, much you can do. It is a great finish under minimal pressure. Mm-hmm. But he's also running away from his own goal, flicking it back post, putting it literally right against the post, and then I wouldn't say minimal pressure either, because Kyle, it's not like he's tracking him. It's not like he's like yeah. five yards back. How, he's still on him. How are you going to pressure him when he's running away from goal? You just got to keep up with him. That's all you can do in that situation. It's not like you can, or else there's probably going to be a pen because if Kyle's on him, he's probably going to go down, or he's going to trip. I mean, we're never going to agree on this because <laughs> it's just me and. My takes are always horrendous, but Facts. <laughs> this one was hot as shit. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm it's already being, hot in here too. I'm being 100 percent on. We fell asleep there. We fell asleep there. We see Rodrigo and Janssen paired there. So then it's one so of them. Realistically, your bottom one's Oscar. It's not getting the team set up. <laughs> no, because bottom one has to be the referee from last week. Then. <laughs> Yeah. On to the next. Uh, Dave, you're next. Yeah, Me? All right. Slide. Well, fuck the rules. Instead of top two, bottom one, I'm going top three. Uh, it's just all right. Malleable. Fuck week. you. Um, top or my first uh, top guy. I'm gonna give it to Mo. He was a fucking wizard. Like I've seen him play really good games, but he was just absolutely on one. Everything from his touch to his passes, everything was so crisp. So creative. Without Mo, Carr is not scoring anything. Second, Kyle Smith. He's out of position. He played a really good game defensively. He did way better than his first appearance at center back. Yeah, I mean, he really picked up the slack. And I don't think he's at fault for that last goal. Or for the first goal. And then, what is it? Third. Third, I'm going to go to Pedro. You're just just fully contradicting. No, because I was. <laughs> it sounds so wrong after that, but like that was actually what I was planning to do from the beginning, because yes, he didn't save it, but he still made a ridiculous save at the end of the game. Yeah. To mm-hmm. keep another goal out, so mm-hmm. big ups to Pedro. Bottom one. Bottom one. Fuck it, Junior. Yeah. Um, I'm starting with my bottom one. I'm going. Junior, I think I've said enough as to why. Um, then my top, let's go top ten. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mo, a little bit biased, but he's also been in your top and your top. So um, I think we can agree. He just had a really good game. And then uh, my other one. Trying to decide between, I know I said Caro didn't play a great game, but scoring two goals, you can't really discredit that. Um, Realistically, Pacuno, one was a tap in, and the other one was tapped. Deflection. Yeah. What was this? The second goal was a deflection. The second yeah. goal was the one that Mo hit straight at him. Did Did the first goal go off of the defender and then onto him, or no, mm-hmm. just straight off of him? And then I think it maybe hit the defender. I don't know. Um, I'm going with Facundo because he provided that first assist and he was just kind of good this game. Yeah, I mean, 
you gave honorable mention to Caro. Like I said, you can't discredit the two goals, but I think there's still some stuff that he has to work on outside of the 18 because that's where he does all of his good work. Did you do, did you give your bottom one? You said yeah, junior. You started junior. off with junior. Um, something that got looked over at the end of the game. Um, that could have settled my nerves. I'm gonna go bottom one, Benji. Yeah, that miss. That miss um, was enough to put him in the bottom one. I was screaming at at anything. <laughs> um, I had said a word in 20 minutes. Ever since they had left me alone in the stands, um, <laughs> and I. I turned manic. I, I don't even know what happened to me. I was just so angry. I was, I'm really look. I'm really looking forward to him getting back to where he was last year, kind of at the beginning of the year when he was scoring goals. Um, so yeah, that's my bottom one. Um, my top two is going to be Mo, um, and we'll get to the next person. But Mo was was brilliant. That link up play on the left side. Um, was awesome from when it went to Motinho to him just that one little dink pass in to set up the goal was was gorgeous um and I'm gonna go Drow Motinho for my second one um it was really nice seeing a balanced offense not having to rely on just Ruan down the right side I feel like we had gotten to that a couple games and it it had harmed us because we were just very one-sided um so I think Joao did a really good job getting forward, providing width on the left flank, um, and his cross ended up leading to the second goal after a couple deflections and stuff like that. So uh, those are my top two and bottom one. Or underrated player Jake Moraney. I was just about to say that. He put in a good shift. Uh, four total shots. Four, it, was like, it was like three blocked, maybe one off target, I think. Just um, being pesky, earning fouls. That's kind of that's what you want from him, though. You don't need that full 100% quality because he's there to be that role player. And I think he started the last two matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he's starting to win that starting role over a Benji and then Sylvester's hurt. Um, who knows what's going on with Pato? If Facundo likes a, or if Facundo ends up yeah, if Facundo ends up starting on the right and then Mourinho on the left, I'd maybe be that's totally a good combination. Totally content with that. Yeah. So he's been good for us the past two games. And even uh, against Red, no, someone, he was fouled like five times, just wasn't able to get into a rhythm. But it's winning those fouls because um, one of them was, oh, it was right when Kara scored right before half. And then I think we went on to lose that game. That was a Dallas game? Yes, it was because Kara scored and flick header to the back post. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was even decent in that game, winning fouls and trying to get us uh, good good balls in the box. Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, time for you to eat your. Oh. Here we go. I'm about uh, to get beaned. Uh, I don't even. Does anyone have something? Can I steal? Can I sip? And oh, do you have water? A bunch of. Did you left? finish this entire yes. thing? Good God, your arteries! Oh, what the hell! Tell me the choices. I All right, tutti frutti or dirty sauce? Which Which one is that? That is either. Do you want this or do you want like something with flavor? No, just water. I just need something to wash it down quick. It's bad. Let me see it. <clears throat> it's a tutti frutti. I think it's tutti frutti or something else. Tutti frutti or dirty socks? Dirty dishwasher. That's just not what that is. Dishwasher. That is either dirty dishwasher or birthday cake. Uh, I hope you have to suffer. I hope I don't because I've been cocked like eight times. 
Pause. 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 I meant cucked. How do we do this shit? Cuck. No, stop. You're gonna have it. Oh, there you go. That's the second one. Oh, this smells like birthday cake. Oh, yep. Take this one, buddy. Oh, you're kidding me. You just. Do you hear what you said? There's that. There's that. It smells like birthday cake. That's the. You just got bean boozled, my right, friend. First one out of the way. Oh, you you just said like that. <laughs> Might as well <laughs> give it a two hand grip. Like that's about to be three. <laughs> I don't even need it. You're just a pussy on that one. That was not that bad. Just wait. Me? You'll be tasting that. Okay, what's this one? It, oh, tell me this isn't the bandage. Yeah, it's either pomegranate, it's either pomegranate or bandage or old bandage. So if you tuned into the live, you watched um, Bryce. Not what you said that's just unfortunate. <laughs> watched Bryce basically vomit that halfway across the room. So let's see. Were well, you gonna say how do they get the old bandage taste? No, I was because the other one smelled like birthday cake, but I think it just smelled no. like sugar. No, I can't. <laughs> if I get another bad one. Ooh. What's a good flavor? Pomegranate? Mm-hmm. That's pomegranate. I, was gonna say, I, I would hope you would know the difference no, no, between yeah, pomegranate I was say, and a Band-Aid. I think you would have known if you got Dirty Band-Aid. That's for sure. Cool. All right. That's fine. All right. Well, anything else you guys I don't like pomegranate. <laughs> want to talk about? You have youth taste buds. What we got coming up? We have... What's our next match? Uh, I believe that's Cincy, correct? Since you're right, yeah, it is Cincy. Mm-hmm. No open uh, cup before that, right? No, the open no, cup that'll be is after, like the twenty second, twenty third. Sweet. So we, we have this Friday, Friday night in Cincinnati, um, seven thirty p.m. kick, and then Wednesday the next week is Nashville at home, mm-hmm. Exploria in the open cup, seven p.m. kickoff. Heard. So uh, be on the lookout for that pod, probably. Friday morning is the day it'll get out the preview because we're probably going to have to only time is Thursday to record or something like that I think so understood fair Um, but be on the lookout for the preview it's good to be back it's good to be in the studio doing this again getting back to the consistency of it is good to be yelled at for being critical of this team and wanting the best Fuck for you. us you being know critical of every single person involved in one goal hey we can go down the list Carr didn't press hard enough off the kickoff. He just kind of stood there. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, he's going to be bashing Oscar for Mm. losing another hair. Fucking (laughs) fucking Pep Guardiola's fault that Pedro didn't do anything there. It's honestly the wall's fault for not making enough noise to move the stadium. It's kind of... That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. And then it would have hit the post and not gone in. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, if you guys actually showed up and filled out the wall, it would be a lot harder to score on us at home. But, hey. That's another. That's, that's another. That's, that's another, another fucking time. stadium, please. So now it's the fans' fault, the coaching staff's fault, um, the stadium for not being malleable enough, Moraney's fault, Kyle Smith's fault, Pedro's fault, Robin's fault. I love how you guys have just gone so far from that when I made a simple statement that your, bo- your bottom one was three players. <laughs> that neither one of our center backs stepped on that. How? What do you mean? Honestly, that two? take might deserve a bean. I oh. will. I will not be eating a bean for that. Dude, bean. I will not because 
I will we'll argue about it off camera because I, actually, you know what? I'm never gonna win an argument with you guys How because are you saying that's just like what the fuck? <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's what that is. So you're saying somebody is running across goal, right? Somebody's running away from the goal, but he moved towards the goal first, and now he's moving away before the ball was kicked in, right? I didn't see the replay as much and many times as you guys have now watched when it. You, when you're when you're taught as the replay. a forward, you are supposed to check to. Mm-hmm. Then come back to right. create okay. space. So, but my thing is, is as soon as that ball is in the air, somebody needs to step, somebody needs to sweep, like we always see with a center back pairing when there's somebody in the box. The two of them stood where they were at. <laughs> Kyle Smith, Kyle Smith attempted to put pressure on him. But he's running away. So he's still putting pressure on him, but he's we running just, away. We just got to give him a magnet next time. He's going to be sucked <laughs> straight to his chest. Pause. No <laughs> <laughs> I thought this pod was over. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Take your pick. Fire rice. Isn't this toothpaste or something? Toothpaste or berry blue? You melon. That one's. <laughs> 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 on the couch. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, toothpaste or berry blue. I don't know how that's bad. It's, it's not. That's the, literally the best flavor. That's the best one. Yeah. No, I'm still saying one. <laughs> Kyle Smith got turned around outside of the box, so that's why he was in that position. Can I see the replay, please? Robin and him were within five yards of each other. On the left half side of the goal frame, goal before that ball came in. So positioning is just poor by by the well, ball. Do you want them. them to not be? Would you rather them be on the top of the eighteen, waiting for the guy to run there, or in leaving space on the top of the six for him to finish? Like well, you can't let him get in behind. Hang on. <laughs> I'm... No, 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 no. That's proper wording. I don't well, care. The guy's banging you. <laughs> When we go from I think we should end this. No, this is how these podcasts go. From yeah, here. Can you play the whole clip? To here. So he's being marked. He's been turned around. Kyle what? Smith has been turned around. He's running back. He's running with the back line. Why? You want him to backpedal? I want him to flip his hips. Yes, not turn around completely. That was a flight football move. I'm so what? He's run, he's running with the back. What? It's not good enough. End of story. I'm the critical one. I always have been. So he's, it's, he's being marked. He's it's, being marked. It's not good enough. The ball comes in. He's he running just away runs from in. B- he runs in between defenders. Uh, uh like uh, that's, you're being like yeah, you're critical most of the time, but this is like a little over, over critical. We went up two you goals. Say he gets turned around where? Watch him. Literally. He's facing this way, and then he turns to run. He's If he backpedals, the guy's getting him behind, and the ball's played in earlier. Like, you're if if the ball's out here, I'm not going to run closed off in this direction, right? Huh? I'm sorry. What are you asking? Because <laughs> this is exactly what happened. The ball's on this side. Right. And he's running like this. If you see his left foot out in front, you would you rather have him like turn that way, turned around, to where his back is kind of facing? He's running this way. You're saying he gets turned around, but like nothing happens. 
he's man marking because if he looks over his shoulder and sees a the guy there, that's that's good defending. What I mean by turnaround is he was in the position to not allow him to get into the middle of the field, in between the center backs. He was in that position. He moves. The striker moves to the outside. Kyle Smith moves to his outside shoulder. He now is inside both of the center backs. He got turned around is what I mean by that. I just have a different definition of turned around then. Turned around is like ankles broken. Kind of like, turning, like turning shoulders. Again, this is just you guys taking everything I say and taking it no, to the you? max of it. No, I say, no, no. I'm, I'm just trying, trying to, to figure out like your definition of turned around no, right now. I, no, but him, he said you get your ankles broken, sat down. Like, oh, no, he got right. turned around no, no, in no, my definition. What he's saying is like, you know, you drive one way, you got, you go the other and you're still like facing that way. Yeah, that's, that's not what around. not what I'm saying in this instance. What I'm saying in this instance is he crossed his face, quote unquote, that's because the, he was running away. Car goal. Yes, I know. I actually, um, I, I'm sorry, I forgot they were back to back. So he crossed his face, quote unquote, because he's moving. He's running away from goal. Goes to the outside shoulder. Kyle Smith gets in bad position there, turned around, quote unquote, and now he's ba- able to get back into the middle there. That's just track. So the guy moves to his outside, his Kyle's left shoulder. Kyle looks over, sees him. That's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. That could also be because Ruan's just S non-position run? to defend that. He looks at it is over his right shoulder. The the striker's still being uh, to the left of Kyle. Then uh, striker moves inside in between, kind of in between Robin and Kyle. Ball comes in, early ball in. Now striker is running away from the goal, and flicks in a beautiful header. I can't see how. Like it's just an early ball, and yeah, he wasn't expecting it, so it all goes back to them being asleep. That's. I just think the striker's movement was really good off the ball also, there. Yeah. If you if you watch it, the striker. Yeah, I mean, hits hits his back shoulder, then cuts in front of him. It, it, that's good running by the striker. The fake back post run to then cut in, and then run away from the goal and still flick it back post, which well. is great. You guys continue to excuse us falling asleep and allowing goals to go like this. And I will say, I will say that that right there was not good enough. And that was the worst part of that game. Fair point. Conceding a goal is the worst part of the game when it's only one. So, yes, it's falling asleep, but it's also not as bad as you're making it out to be. I'm not saying it's... We get it. We got into this argument because you guys are sitting here and you, specifically you, take everything I say and take it to the most critical, harshest way of it. When I say that something's bad, I mean something is bad, face value. I don't mean that's the worst ever thing I've ever seen in my life that sucks, get them out of my fucking club, <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's the way everybody takes it. That's not how, that's, how did I take Because that? you guys, it's literally, we're still arguing about this because... You it said it doesn't really make sense. And then because you're calling out three players, including the keeper, who has no shot of saving it, for for an early ball in and good movement. From he the did striker. say exclude yeah, we Gillespie, though. I said he did, but he said you know goalkeeper didn't save it. So I said it was a good finish. Yes, obviously he didn't save it, so that is a negative mark on his rating because it's a goal that goes in on you. Not always are you going to be able to save, but every single time that a goal is scored on you. Your rating is dropped because a goal is scored. Yeah, but how does that drop him into the bottom three or four? Because it was one of the best headers we've seen at Explorer Stadium, to be honest. I Give me Daryl's and stoppage time. Relax. Yeah, that, was, that was very good. Relax. Like, this is impressive running backwards and still managing to put it. I really don't care. Daryl's is still better. 
That's why I said one of the best, not the best. <clears throat> Either way, we so gotta get out of here. We're just trying to argue to argue. Yeah, no. We gotta get out of here. Fuck G Man Choi. Fuck the Rays. Rated player in the MLB. Trash can. All right. What? We got a watch party July 17th versus Atlanta at Tin Roof. Pop out. Um, we will be there for that. Hopefully, you guys will be too. First podcast back in a while. Who knows how long we just ran for. Look out for another one this coming week. Follow us on the socials at OCFanTV or OCFanTV22 on Twitter. Um, yeah, your take was stupid. And uh, that's all I got to say. My take was honest. Fuck the Rays. That's all. That's all I got to say.